Welcome, exclamation point, to the Wide for Big Podcast. That's Emmy, and I'm Sam, Emmy's dad. Emmy has been recently diagnosed with severe dyslexia, and as her dad, I'm starting to figure out where she got it. This podcast will follow our adventures as we work together to better understand dyslexia, deal with the struggles, and work to understand its strengths. I know Emmy is going to do something big. I know it. So I invite you to join us on our journey. Welcome to the Wired for Big podcast. Hello. Welcome back to Wired for Big. So today we have some very fun and exciting things that we're going to add onto Wired for Big. So the first thing I'm going to talk about that's really exciting, I'm me and my dad are really excited, is... We are working with some of my dad's friends to create a logo, and they finally just got back to us, and the logo looks sweet. It does look sweet. I've never seen anything like it before, which makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And it's bright. It's fun. Hopefully, we can put it on some t-shirts so you guys can buy it, and you can all be part of the Dyslexia Club. What do the kids call it today? You said buy t-shirts. What's that called? Oh. Merch. The merch. Get me the merch. Your brother always says, I want some merch. And I'm like, what you talking about, boy? <laughs> That's what he's talking about. Well, on today's episode, we're going to try a couple things here as we want to continue to make more podcasts because on Facebook, people keep telling us we want more. More. And we say, let's do more. <laughs> so... On today's episode, we're going to do a couple things. We're going to introduce a new segment called Cool, cool. or Uncool. Uncool about school. So Emmy's going to make some comments on things that are going really well, maybe some things that aren't going as well. We'll do that. We're also going to pick out some of our favorite dyslexic people in the world, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. We can't tell you who we're going to talk about yet, but we will. No. And then we're going to do what, Em? We are going to start another segment called Emmy's Adventures. So, like, wherever I go that I think is going to be really fun, I will take, um, basically, I will, like, film my voice when we're at that place, and you'll get the experience of where where I adventure. Yes, you are an adventurer, (laughs) and you let your mind take you... Some people might go, well, that's not that big of an adventure, but Emmy's imagination can make it even more exciting. So we'll try to bring you into an adventure. But let's start today with our newest segment, Cool or Uncool? Uncool about school. Okay, so let's start here first, Emmy. What lately has been cool about school? We have been working on mythology projects, which I honestly love. Did you say... Mythology? Mythology. Mythology project. Okay, just mm-hmm. clarifying. And they're really fun. This is my teacher is just letting us kind of like, she gave us some options. And then the next day she was like, go work on your mythology projects. And she's literally letting us kind of do whatever we really want to do and how we can make it creative in our own ways. And I'm loving mine. I'm making my own mythology character, and it's the goddess of Hawaii. Why did you pick Hawaii? Because Hawaii is really beautiful, and 
Um, there's palm trees, which I've always wanted to see palm trees, and there's pineapples, which I absolutely love pineapples, and just very pretty animals and volcanoes. What was one of your other ideas that got rejected? Uh, the goddess of hydroflasts. <laughs> I like that one, though, because I bet no one else had the idea of the goddess no, of hydroflasts. But that got rejected because... Save the turtles. Mm-hmm. So you went with Hawaii, so that's exciting. So you, again, you said you're excited because your teacher just gave you a little bit of an instruction, uh-huh. and you can be as creative as you want to yeah. be. So what's going to be the end project? What do you got to do at the end of this? So uh, basically, there's going to be a open house, and so we're going to set out our mythology projects on our desks, and when all the parents come, they can see what we've been working on and look up. All the stuff that we've been working on for mythology. So I get to see this. Yep, you get to see this. Well, that's really cool. Well, I have something I think that's cool about school. I went on a field trip with Emmy to the State of Iowa Capitol building. It was so amazing. It was amazing. You know, those buildings, if you don't get inside of your state capitol, I recommend doing it. Um, Some are probably more beautiful than others. I've only been in Iowa, so I can't compare. But (laughs) just some of the history and the woodwork and the marble and just the the, the art. What was your favorite thing? Probably, like, when you walked in, there was this, like, where the Golden Dome is. You look up. And then there's just pictures, like beautiful pictures and stained glass and pretty lights. And it was like breathtaking. It was amazing. Like, you would just like stand and then you the, the guide just said, look up. And I looked up and it was so amazing. That's probably my favorite part. It was. Someone's definitely thought about all the details there. And they're restoring... Yes. Many parts of the Capitol, um, no wallpaper in there. It's all, all painted. painted. It's hand-painted. So there's always work going on. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Okay, well, those things are cool. Cool projects mm-hmm. that you get to do with creativity and you get to show your parents. That's yeah. exciting. I didn't know that part. Oh, what lately has been uncool about school? We are doing fractions in math, and it's quite hard to subtract fractions and add fractions. And I don't really like that. I kind of like to just skip through my work. But then I always think ahead, like, I'm going to fail my math tests and everything. So it's gotten a little better because Mrs. Franco is helping me, giving more resources. That's great. So what do you, but you say that about your teacher giving you resources. What, is, what does that look like? So, like, she was helping me, like, subtract fractions and... Um, another, like, and, like, I got to use, like, a hands-on tool, they're fraction strips, and then she gave me paper fraction strips to use at home, and I really liked that, because that's going to help me a lot if I have homework. Yeah, some things you can get your hands on, I think mm-hmm. that helps sometimes. I, I learn by kind of doing and, and working with my hands more than just, like, someone telling me everything or reading everything myself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good. What, what? When, when you have that feeling that you want to skip through it or you it's getting hard, what, what's the, what are the things that you do first that help you get through it? Because you do okay in math. I mean, it's in the uncool category because it can be hard, but, <laughs> yeah. but that doesn't mean it's bad, right? Yeah. So 
what I do is like think in my head, how should I ask Mrs. for help? And usually I'm like, no, I should not ask Mrs. for help. This, is, I, this should be easy to me. But then after a while, I just convince myself I should um, tell my teacher. And it really helps to just tell my teacher, even though every time I get like, no, you're fine. You don't need her. But it actually really helps. And... Yeah, no, nope. <laughs> very good. No, nope. you, you've been a good advocate for yourself in certain situations, and your teachers have been awesome. That's for sure. Well, that's that's a wrap, I think, Em, um, on what's cool um, and what's uncool about school. We'll, we'll come back and we'll do this again because school is both cool and uncool all at the same time. And you know what? The word cool is in school. I know. Oh, amazing. And also people say school stands for six crucial hours of your life. Ooh. It's true. It is true. It's six crucial, crucial hours, hours of, your life. of your life. There you go, public school. Whoop, whoop. All right. Our next segment that we're going to talk about is people in the world that have been known for to be dyslexic. And today, Emmy, who... This is the first time we've done this. Who's the first person that you're going to pick we just want to talk about briefly? Albert Einstein. So Albert Einstein. So why did that one come to your mind? Well, he's a very famous person, and I remember when I first got dyslexia. When I found out I got dyslexia, my mom told. This is the first person my mom told me who had dyslexia too. Albert Einstein. And he's really cool and very smart. It made me feel a lot better because I was like, dyslexia is probably not a good thing. But then, like, to know that someone, like, very amazing had dyslexia, it kind of made me feel better. And he's a very cool guy. He invented very cool things. And he's crazy like me. Crazy like you. He, yeah, you, I mean, again, we didn't get a chance to meet Albert Einstein. He won the Nobel Peace Prize in 1921. So, mm-hmm. holy cow. What year is it right now? 2020. So 1921. Math math question. What? How many years ago did Albert Einstein win the Nobel Peace Prize? It was 1921. Uh, it's the weekend. I should not be doing Yeah, that. you're right. It's the weekend. We are doing this on Saturdays. But that's 99 years. You read that. No, 99 years. So look, 1921 and then 2021. That's a hundy. It's 100 years. Yeah, okay. I know. I was putting you on the spot. Got the microphone here. With you, it's hard. I get it. So over 100 years ago, almost 100 years ago, Albert Einstein won the Nobel Peace Prize. But lots of times his teachers, I've read things that his teachers said, well, one, he didn't didn't speak at all really till he was three years old. So speech development was, was pretty slow. Um, there were other things that he wasn't actually not very good at school. Like school things were hard for him, foreign language particularly. Um, it was really hard for him, and you know, a lot of his early teachers didn't think he was going to be very smart or be very good at school. But clearly, that changed because you don't mm-hmm. win the Nobel Peace Prize and not be brilliant, right? You know, you see pictures of him and things like that. Yeah, he is. He is. I, again, I wish we could have met him, but he is looking a little wacky and something. Yeah. One of his great quotes I've, I've got here in front of me is: "Imagination is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is limited. Imagination." encircles the world boom yeah do you believe that i do too because you can know stuff you can read stuff in books and you can listen to your teacher write your notes study do a test get it right yeah you got an a maybe you've memorized everything but 
using your imagination with the things you learn, thinking through the big picture of things and how your life and how your contribution contributes is that's cooler. And I think Albert Einstein did that, right? He didn't just try to get good grades on tests. He wanted to create things. He wanted to innovate. His E equals MC square. Which, which, which none of us, you and I, are not going to be able to talk anymore about that. No. Uh, is a, that was uh, the world's most famous equation. That, that, that was in, in his path towards winning the 1921 Nobel Peace Prize in Physics. So, what a guy. One other quote I think that's interesting we'll read here in, in, in a letter that he wrote. Words or language, as they are written or spoken, do not seem to play any role in my m mechanics of thought. So... Interesting, from a dyslexic perspective, words or language, that is not how he learned the things he learned. It wasn't through our English language and other languages that he, he was a part of. That's not what taught him what he learned. It was his brain and his ability to use that brain for good. Okay. Is that segment over? That segment's over. We're going to do that every time. But I thought Albert Einstein was a very good choice. Yes. I, I liked it. I liked it. Yes. So, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna pause this podcast for just a moment, and um, we're gonna go out on an adventure. And we're gonna bring who are we gonna bring with everybody with us? Uh, yeah, we're gonna bring all of you to my adventure. You might hear other people. You're probably gonna hear my dad and my brother, and maybe other people from my family, and it will be the best. Digital adventure you have ever had. Digital adventures with Emmy. It's gonna be good. We can't even tell them yet, right? We're, they're gonna have to wait just a little bit before yes. they know what this adventure is. But yes. they can probably. We'll see if they can guess by listening. Listening. Mm. Yes, I'll give you some clues of sound. That's good. All right. Well, we'll um, take you on our adventure, and we'll wrap up our episode while we're on it. Hello, welcome back to Emmy's Adventure. So, the adventure we are having today is we are here at a golf course that has a big hill. Oh, are we golfing? No. I love that golf. has lots of snow on it. So, we are sledding with my dad and my brother and other people here. So, if you hear them, just ignore it. Oh my gosh, it's like so much fun. It's so big. So we're here. We just drove from our house to here. And we are sledding now. So I hope you can hear all the sounds that are happening. Okay. We are going to go down the hill. Dad, can you hand me my slide? Here. I'm going to go down this way. Okay. I am getting situated. Okay. I'm in my sled and we are going to go down. Okay, here we go. Oh gosh, you're farther. Ah. Okay. Okay. Wow, that was so bad. Fun. I don't even 
know if you can hear my voice. There goes my dad and my brother. Wow, I went so fast. Sorry if you couldn't hear my voice. It was really loud right now, but hell. I hope you guys get to go sledding anytime. This was really fun. And I hope you liked the first Emmy's adventure. Bye. So like Emmy said, we're out on an adventure. We're out at the golf course here, sledding. It's above 30 degrees, and here's Emmy. She's gonna go off a ramp. Oh my! Yep, that was Emmy. Midair, you caught her the midair and the oh part. All right, Emmy, let's see how she's doing. Emmy, how was that? Painful. What fun? I want to do it again. Okay, so you're leaving. There was a, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of bumps and divots and we went flying off of our sleds a lot of times. We got some good ones. We got some really bad ones, but they were all really fun and I enjoyed all of this. Did you enjoy it, Ben? Oh yeah. You enjoy it, Dad? Yeah, that was fun. You set that one slide sled just spins in circles. Yeah. Hey, so this growing down, it should crush someone's mom. Yeah. <laughs> now remember, when you're down at the bottom, you got to look up the hill. Don't turn your back to the sled. That one lady got undercut pretty bad. Yeah, shit, and then she just fell right into the person on their sled. Whoa. And oh, it looked. She wasn't really crying. Oh, yeah. So now we're gonna head back home. I hope you like this new segment. We only be doing this not every podcast, but like every other podcast. And we'll try to think of really awesome ways to do this segment. And I hope you like adventures with Emmy.